0: Hey listener, we're delighted you're joining us today. Today's guest is Soi, a rising creator from Hong Kong. She's the genius behind the comic Staredown, where a seemingly innocuous staredown turns into a fun romance between two high school students. We discussed her foray into comics, including her interesting methods for character design, such as reverse engineering from Myers-Briggs personality types, Having grown her comic on Canvas to nearly 200,000 subscribers and 400 users on Patreon in the year and a half since launching, she also shares some tips and tricks that you can use to grow your comic. We had an awesome time getting to know Soy, and hope you enjoy the conversation. Hey, Soy, how are you doing?
1: Hi, Akil. I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm doing well. Thanks for taking some time to join us today. We're very excited to have you. Uh, Do you mind starting by just telling everyone a little bit about yourself?
1: Uh, Sure. So, I'm uh, my name, well, I go by Soy online, and um, I am a comic artist. I do stare down on Webtoon. Um, Yeah, and I'm from Hong Kong, so most of my comics are set there. So, there's some Asian characters and very mixed race, yeah.
0: When you were growing up in Hong Kong, what was the comic scene like for you?
1: Um, it's, well, for me, it wasn't very prominent at all. Like I think amongst my friends, I was one of the only people that read comics when we were younger. And when I started meeting people that read comics, it was mostly Japanese comics. Cause here, at least there's a bunch of stores that sell Chinese, like Japanese comics in Chinese, but I can't read mm. them cause I'm not, I can't read Chinese. So for the locals, they read mostly Japanese comics.
0: And what were some of your like, favorites growing up?
1: For webtoon, Tower of God, actually. Like, that was probably one of my first ever webtoons I've ever read. Um, and that was probably what influenced me a lot to want to make a webtoon as well.
0: So from there, from reading Tower of God, what made you say, OK, I'm going to take a leap and start to make my own webcomic?
1: Um, I think it was mostly the world building. Like I was so mesmerized by the world building in Tower of God. I just wanted to make something myself. Um, but it wasn't really like a web comic I wanted to do because I was also very influenced by anime. I think it was just storytelling. I just really, really wanted to tell a story because at that point I never drew. Mm. Um, So comics weren't something I thought I would be able to do.
0: So when did you start drawing?
1: I started drawing maybe when I was 11 or 12. No, not even, Uh, maybe 13, because I never had access to like traditional art supplies. Like there wasn't that much space to do that. But then one day I borrowed my friend's drawing tablet so then I could do drawing on my computer. That was when I thought, oh, I can actually do this.
0: And what would you what would you draw just to, you know, start to learn? Because drawing like going from no drawing experience to learning to draw, I'm sure is a very difficult task, especially to see. compared to you know where your art style is today
1: i drew the most ugliest characters (laughs)
0: they
1: were so ugly i can't bear to look at my old art um i i mostly imitated um other people's art yeah and at that point i I thought of um like i was really disappointed in myself to be honest
0: (laughs) In terms of making your comic you said that you really enjoy the world building so is that where you usually start the idea of like here are the types of things i want to do in my story and then the characters come after what's the process like for you
1: oh um so in terms of world building those are comics that have never seen the light of day yet (laughs) (laughs) i go really too much in depth like even with stare down the world building i have pretty much i know every single character's families their backgrounds even though those things would never show up in the comic i don't know why i do that like i think way too far into the comic so yeah i think for Staredown characters came first and then the world building because i just built it around the characters like about all the relationships between them For for the other comics that don't exist i build the world first yeah
0: and how did you come up with the concept for Staredown?
1: Stare Down literally comes from the title. It's just me thinking of like a cute little romance. The first scene was the first thing I thought of as well. It's just two boys who ended up staring at each other and one of them got really annoyed by the other and then that's their relationship. Yeah, I just thought it was really cute. Stare Down was very um impulsive for me. I just thought of it and I was like, oh, I really want to write this and so I made it.
0: So you started drawing at 13. At what age did you start? creating stare down
1: uh i think when i was 20
0: okay wow so you had seven years of sort of drawing experience did you feel like you were ready or were you like i just want to make a comic i'm not going to think about it too much
1: actually the seven years of drawing experience doesn't really count Because I didn't draw consistently in those seven years. Like that drawing palette that I borrowed was gone within like one year. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I wasn't very consistent with drawing. I think I only started drawing consistently when I graduated high school. So at 17.
0: Do you have any advice for people who are looking to get better? What do you think helped you the most?
1: Oh, um, (laughs) what helped me the most? I guess I'm so over analytic like if you see i don't have art before like on my instagram i don't have art before like 2017 i think i'm not sure but i never posted anything like i was way too self-conscious about it i guess too judgmental about myself um so any flaws that i saw i would like instantly think oh i need to fix that i think that's kind of why i improved although i would not recommend it to other people Maybe get some outside advice instead. Uh,
0: and so, going from that, you you know, you spent some time getting better at your art. Um, obviously, when you from the beginning of creating Stare Down till now, you've probably learned a ton about just making comics better. What were some of the biggest things you've learned as you went down this process?
1: Um, one of the biggest things I learned is probably that speed is the most important thing like I think something that all artists who want to do comics like at least at the pace that I do like if you don't have time to prepare beforehand um, I think you should really make your art style like sacrifice some parts of your art style maybe the shading or maybe just something to do things faster like even with backgrounds I cheat a lot um, and I really think that some artists are way too critical of themselves when they do like easy hacks to be faster but Genuinely, I think they should try looking into those things.
0: And in terms of character development, you said in your head, you know, you have a ton of detail about the characters. You know, one of your first uh, updates, if not if I remember correctly, it's your very first update is a character sheet. Um, when you created these characters, what did you draw inspiration from to make them feel so real?
1: Um. Oh, thank you. You think... They- feel real that's really nice um (laughs) I think mostly oh so now I know that many of them are influenced by me but before I actually went into um Myers-Briggs personality types literally Mm. I went to that and I looked up any type of personality on there that I think could work with my character and I went backwards from there like Mm. and then I gave them character traits and then I gave them yeah
0: Wow, starting from uh, Myers-Briggs. In terms of themes and message, what do you want your audience to feel when they read you up to?
1: There's a few ongoing themes. Like, mostly, I guess, one of the ongoing themes that aren't really a message is the everything and nothing thing. I put that in everything. Uh, Lots of themes there, like how Nil cares about everything, but past cares about nothing. Like, there's a lot of that type of... um, parallelism um but the main theme like the main thing that i really want to communicate to people is like i guess in terms of relationships like i have a very different perspective like every time i read romance comics or stuff like that i'm always like oh but what about the friend (laughs) what Mm. about that friend that got like left behind what about so like most of my ideas in stare down are me taking ideas from other romance comics but doing it in a way that I think would suit real life
0: Mm.
1: so do you have
0: any do you have any favorite romance comics that come to mind
1: oh uh this one is this one just comes to my mind first it's orange marmalade Mm. it's very old (laughs) um but that one like was one of the first webtoon romances I read and I binged it all at once and I cried so much (sighs) reading it I don't know that author has something so like they, they really clench your heart. I think that's something I've really wanted to do a stare down too.
0: Well, I think I think you're doing a great job of doing it. And in terms of uh, you know romance, there's a lot of different directions that you could have taken it. Why did you want to create a BL comic?
1: Um, oh, okay. Because also because of influence. Like, you know, when I met my fellow manga reading friends, they would also read BL. Um, us girls. <laughs> I think that's something when you're younger, yeah, um, BL manga, people read that a lot, and then we bond over it, so yeah, I think that's why, I'm, I'm more, I feel more resonant with BL manga, I don't know why, like, the genre just makes me feel more, how do I say it, attached to the characters, I don't know why, I have no clue, somebody needs to research, why.
0: and well I I mean it's not just you like you said there I mean there's people that you've read BL with that you know also form an attachment and if you read your comments there are people who just really really resonate and love the characters that you put in there so what has it been like for you to create a BL comic and then you know not not just see your friends who like BL but you know see people online who enjoy the world that you built as well
1: I'm actually really happy about that like because I thought my comic wouldn't be so popular because it doesn't really follow the norm. Like, Mm. a lot of it isn't chasing. I guess I do add the chase. But to be honest, I hated writing the chase. I I really just wanted them to get together. Like, realistically, I like to think that in real life, if somebody chases somebody for too long, it's more respectful, like self-respectful to give up. And That's why I had to add those like scenes where, you know, Neil tells Pass that I do want to be with you, but I don't know if I like now is not the time or something like I'm not ready. Like I had to add those scenes in because otherwise I think Pass should have given up. So I have to make sure that it fits my reality.
0: Yeah. Out of self respect for uh, Pass, you made sure that he only had to chase for the appropriate amount of time. Uh, Now, in terms of success, you have hit. 150K subscribers, which is amazing. And this has been going for a year and a half, which is just an incredible accomplishment in a very quick time. Why do you think, you know, the reception has been so strong for your webtoon?
1: I'm honestly not sure. I think mostly people can relate with the characters. That's what I always hear, like, as well on my Discord, most of the people there talk about the characters more so than the story because there isn't really a story's characters yeah I think like what surprises me the most is the amount of people that relate to different characters like these people can say oh I relate to Finn oh Alex is I kin with Alex like there's so many and I was not expecting that so yeah I think that is why
0: when you started creating this were you worried at all about having too many characters Because, like you said there's a lot of different people that people can draw from um, and they all blend together really well and you keep the Uh, focus on Neil and Pass, but how did you kind of balance that act of like keeping the focus on the main characters while still building up this strong supporting cast?
1: Um, So for me, I honestly think I have done some of the characters dirty by not showing them more. But (laughs) the way I like to think of it is in terms of interest, like I know that people are more interested in the main character. So for the side couple, I would only scatter in chapters like here and there like leave little Mm. breadcrumbs for them and then now so many people are in love with that side character so that's how I manage the side the side couple Mm. as for like the other friends like I like the way I manage to show them still is by like limiting them to kind of a character trait like Hansel is just very cheeky. So I want to add one-liners for him at least when he shows up where he's being a bit cheeky or like, yeah. So that's how I do it. I just want to add little lines for them at least, like not just make them mm-hmm. sit there.
0: So you talked about your Discord a little bit earlier. Uh, it's a very, very strong community. There's a lot of people who have a ton of fun in there. What was the inspiration and the reasoning behind starting your Discord in the first place?
1: Um. So the way I started my discord was because one of my patrons recommended it to me because mm. I kind of I <laughs> it's embarrassing but because um patron I would be very anxious like even in my comic comments like even on webtoon some of my authors comics comments you can see I'm pretty anxious and one of my um patrons was like they, they reached out to me and messaged me. I was like, I can see that, you know, that you like, I feel like you really need people to tell you that you're doing well. And so mm-hmm. they recommended me to make a discord because they're in some other authors' discords. so I was like, okay, sure. And I spent so long planning this discord, <laughs> so long. I, I like made sure that everything would be, would run well. And I launched it. Yeah. So that was the reason I made it. Yeah. It's just so that I could communicate with my fans.
0: And what what has surprised you about your Discord community? What have you kind of learned as you've watched it grow and watch people interact?
1: How nice people are. To be honest, like Mm -hmm. I struggled a lot with um, being emotional or like vulnerable with people. But ever since my Discord, like, I don't know, like the amount of love I've been getting nowadays, like it's very easy for me to also show my feelings as well. Like I learned so much from these people.
0: Wow. That's so, that's so heartwarming. That's amazing. Is this something that you would recommend? Because obviously, you know, you have a lot of webtoon creators who process their emotions very differently, wish they had a deeper connection with fans um, and they may be intimidated by starting a discord, but do you think this is something that more webtoon creators should be doing?
1: Uh, yeah, I think there's no going wrong with making a discord. Um, but one thing that like you really, really need is the, A good mod team like Mm. for me i just ended up being really lucky and i can't i can't state that enough because i've had one friend who made a a discord which failed really fast because the people were way too crazy on there and i don't Uh. know how i ended up being so lucky where i just sent a message to the more active discord members and said hey do you want to be a mod and they were like yeah sure and so many of them are still mods to this day and helped me a lot
0: and what do you think are the keys for making such a good uh community you said mods are a good one make people make sure people feel safe what else has resulted in you know the community feeling so good
1: (laughs) i think you need something to engage them like one of the things i i'm so happy i added in my discord was the leveling system where you level up and you get different colors and for some reason like many people are so engaged with that like i think my the channel where you see what level you are and like see when you level up is probably the most active one
0: <laughs>
1: yeah that is one thing also um to make sure you have different channels so so people like come th- because they like your comic but then they don't stay because they want to talk about your comic they stay cuz oh there's other people here that like to talk about things that i also like like music or anime or Um, other comics even, you know, yeah. So I made different channels for them to talk about different topics.
0: You've also spent time on your Patreon and obviously a lot of webtoon artists use Patreon as a way for them to provide an additional level of support so they can continue to pursue their, their dream of making a comic. What has Patreon been like for you?
1: So my Patreon has been going on for more than a year, I think, and only now it's really growing. I think mostly at the beginning I had nearly nothing on there and I felt kind of self-conscious about it but you know I didn't have time on top of the comic to add extras and like illustrations also on top of school Um, but you know as years went by I started to I made a few special comics I made so many illustrations because once a month so then there's plenty for people to see um and yeah i just feel safer to have a backlog of things so that any new patrons that come they they can see everything
0: and what do you think uh your fans and patrons have enjoyed the most from your patreon because a lot of artists that we talk to uh are trying a bunch of different things what do you think has stuck the most for you and made it the most successful
1: um to be honest i advertise my patron as just extra comics so if somebody wants to see the characters doing something else other than the main story. They Mm. can come to my Patreon. Yeah, I really feel like people do want to see the characters doing something else. Um, Yeah, a lot of other comic creators do extra comics as well. And I think it works very well for them just because the comic is what people enjoy. Sometimes the illustrations, I think some patrons also really enjoy being able to choose what I would create. So sometimes I'd ask for recommendations for illustrations or now I'm asking as well for recommendations for the next comic, the extra comics.
0: I want to get to your uh, uh, future comic in a little bit, but in terms of just monetization and, and being rewarded for your work, are there other things that you have tried or things that you may want to try in the near future?
1: Uh, yeah, so now I started uploading my comic on Tapas as well. Um, but. Things that I have tried, honestly, like when I was just beginning, I didn't expect to be able to make this my living. But luckily, my comic grew a lot, and somehow I'm able to sustain myself off of the pro, the like two programs on Webtoon, which is the Creator Rewards and the ad revenue. But yeah, now I'm trying to expand, you know, just to make sure that I feel more safe. So yeah, I also upload it on Tapas.
0: And for people who may not be familiar, can you explain what the Creator Reward program is like and how that's been helpful for you?
1: Uh, So the Creator Reward program on Webtoon is um, this program that gives you a bonus, like bonus amount of money uh, for how many views you got. So for, I think, 40k views, you get 100 US dollars and then so on. It goes higher as you get more views. But yeah, they're just thresholds.
0: And do you have any advice for people who want to support themselves from their comic?
1: So since I mostly was able to sustain myself off of the ads, I think something you should look out for on Webtoon is your view count, like just so that you can reach the minimum to apply for these programs. And then from there, obviously, because now you have ads on your Webtoon, hopefully you get more exposure because... Webtoon would love to showcase those ads on your Webtoon. So yeah, I think some creators that I've talked to, like smaller creators, don't look at their, like don't tactfully go about looking at their um, view count per month. Um, I think really it's it can be a game where you think strategy and upload at certain times or even like upload an extra chapter in that month so that you can reach that view count. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so it, it does have a lot of thought in it to be able to enter these programs and like do anything you can to enter them like look at the requirements and try your best
0: do you have any other advice or tips as someone is getting their webtoon started of how they can build an audience
1: like one of the like i know maybe people already say this but one of the really important things is to upload three chapters right up front because like it's not only because like the the subscribe button comes up after three chapters but it's also because um webtoon has a chance to put you on the fresh picks like i think that was the major reason i grew when i first began i uploaded like mm. i think two chapters at first though i should have i wish i put three but two chapters at first and after like one week i ended up on the fresh picks because i don't think they put anything under one chapter onto that area and i really think For new artists, you need to capitalize on the chance to be on that section. There's Hmm. too many um, artists that get on that section, new comics, that grow so fast in only a few months just because they got on that section.
0: Were you surprised by yourself being placed on the Fresh Picks list?
1: Yeah, and yeah, I was. And also, no, because before I made a previous comic that nobody can know about... (laughs) I I made a comic like that spanned like at least twenty episodes and I think I had like thirty k subs on it, but I deleted uh-huh. it. I learned a lot from that comic because on that comic I also ended up on the fresh picks. So I like to think I strategize a lot, but maybe I'm just lucky <laughs> and <laughs> I had no hand in this. But yeah, I I remember I updated a lot of episodes just so that I could go there. I looked at the fresh picks section so much. Um. I honestly looked at all the new comics that were coming out so much as well and tried to see what other people were doing too. Anyway, I kind of obsession with looking at the <laughs> website and seeing how to get onto places.
0: Well, you've done a lot of great work and it's paying off, which is amazing. And you know what's, uh, what's in store for you? What do you want to do next?
1: Um, so I'm planning a comic, a new comic that i'll work together with stare down so i'll have two comics running at the same time um the next comic is called modfi it's like sort of a modern fantasy based off of the chinese zodiac just because i'm in love with chinese uh, folklore so i'm gonna add some substance of that on there that's just a little clip
0: and when can our, uh, maybe it's a little too early to reveal this, but when can our listeners look forward to this dropping?
1: Probably in September this year. I'm already working on Wonderful. it. Wonderful. Yeah.
0: Wonderful. I think people will be very, very excited too. <laughs> I am too. Uh, to look this up. Uh, so we are very excited for that. Are you ready to move on to our rapid fire round? Yeah. First question, which fictional character best describes your personality?
1: I think Mob from Mob Psycho, because... I can (laughs) not genuinely, yes. (laughs) I sound so cute, but.
0: (laughs) I'm not going to ask what percentage you're on. I'm just going to try and gracefully get through the rest of this interview. Second, what three webtoons would you take with you on a desert island?
1: Tower of God, because I need to catch up. And I think it will last me at least a month. The Boxer, because I really, really love that comic. And maybe something like Sweet Home, just because, yeah, I really want to catch up on that. I love horror comics.
0: Our producer, Jacob, is a huge fan of the Box Fair. Uh, yes. Next, if you could pick any, which manga or Webtoon creator would you want to have dinner with?
1: I'm going to go with Starbite just because, yeah, I really I was influenced so much by their art. And they draw the Batman series. And I'm just so interested in what they do because, yeah, I love their art so much. And I don't know how they ended up doing the Batman series. Yeah. Starbite.
0: Next, What's your favorite scene that pops up from any webtoon?
1: It's probably gonna be the... I'm probably gonna choose Tower of God again. Hmm. Oh, no, but I can't.
0: No, you can. There's no There's no limit on how many times you can choose Tower <laughs> of God.
1: <laughs> uh, why is this, this question got me in a slump? Maybe we could skip that one. I can't think of anything.
0: No, it's totally fine. And finally, if you could hang out with one fictional character, who would it be?
1: Damn, I'd probably, oh, okay, yeah, Gintoki from Gintama, because I don't know, I have such a heart for him. I think he will teach me life lessons and make me laugh at the same time, just from walking down the street.
0: Perfect. Well, that's a great one to end on. And listener, please check out Staredown. Please check out Soi. Uh, you can find her on Instagram. You, she has a link tree as well. Uh, and Soy. Thank you so much for taking some time to chat with us today.
1: Yeah, thank you for inviting me to be on here.
0: Thank you for joining us today. If you have any feedback or want to be featured as our next guest, please write to us at pixelsandpanelspod at gmail.com. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to subscribe, like, or give us a five-star rating. See you all next week.